Hey, it's your friend Hilary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast. Your past doesn't determine your future, no matter what you've experienced. Just know that it's possible to redesign your life from today by simply drawing a line in the sand and making a choice to live your best life. Hello and welcome to the podcast, podcast one, it's official, finally kicked off for the second time if I'm honest, I've already kicked off a first and pulled it, but that's a whole story that we'll get into. Today we are talking, getting started on that thing, but before we start, who is this podcast for? It's for people who are living mediocre and want more, it's for people who are stuck somewhere in their life, you're either stuck in a body you don't want, you're stuck in a financial situation you don't want, you're stuck in a relationship you don't want, you are stuck somewhere in something that you don't want and you want to make a change, you want to make your life better and you just need that that little reminder that you're awesome, you need that little shot of enthusiasm, you need, maybe consider me your coffee shot if you drink coffee or uh, your kombucha shot or whatever your, whatever your buzz is, maybe Maybe that's what I'll do for you because that's what I want to do for you. And already, who am I? Well, I'm thinking some of you who will be listening to this already know me, so that will be cool. But if I'm new to you and you've started at the beginning, my name is Hilary Saxton. I am finally a published author of the book Three Wines and How to Increase Your Self-Confidence Today So You Can Achieve Anything You Want in Life Without the Hangover Tomorrow. I know it's a huge tagline. Uh, I don't know why I went with the full tagline. I just did. I thought it was good to kind of explain what it meant and um, yeah I'm pretty excited that I finally launched the book that's exciting and now the podcast to go with it so yes Hilary Saxon I've been working in coaching for a long time and I'm pretty good at coaching actually but I want to reach more people I think there's many people out there there are many people out there who who struggle and they can't necessarily afford coaching or they don't have uh, I don't know, they don't prioritize or understand its benefit yet. And I'll say yet because you may you may change your mind after a while. But I want people to know that you can get started and you can do that thing you want to do. You don't need to be stuck anywhere. And I've been stuck a few times in my life. So I come from a I come from a place of trust me, I'm not coming from I'm, I'm at the top of the castle here. I have hit hit rock bottom a couple of times. And one was um if so, you know, in my earlier years. I was a single mum and just being so young, that feeling all those years ago of just, I don't know, maybe you let people down or all the all the negative connotations or emotions that go with single parenting. So yeah, I was pretty young when I was a, a, a mum with just my son, who's a grown man now and has his own children. So there you go. I did an okay job there. And then the second time I, you know, then I spent a lot of time helping myself, fixing myself, re-educating myself, changing my life, and, and I did all of that. But then I did another rock bottom, and I, I suppose eventually we'll get to it, so I might as well just drop it in right here, and then I can walk away from it, and at some point we'll talk about it more. But I ended up in a relationship that was terrible, and I ended up experiencing domestic violence, which was crazy because I had coached women who had who had and were in and were experiencing that sort of thing. And at the time, I didn't really understand it. So I've had a full mind change and I understand how that works now. And maybe I think that that's why I had to go through that. Maybe the gods just pushed me there or who knows. But anyway, so those couple of rock bottoms really knocked my confidence. And that's what I'm fully about. I'm about increasing your confidence to 
to achieve what you want in your life because I firmly believe hand on heart that it is our self-confidence that stops us. We are concerned about not looking good enough, not being good enough, about failing. What will other people think? All of that comes down to confidence because after a while or when you become more confident, you just let that go. And and so it's not something you wake up one morning and go, right, it's today. It, you know, that might be the Monday diet thing, but it's not, it's not, it's certainly not self-confidence. We have to grow it and we have to really lean into it. So yeah, that's why this podcast and that's why finally today. But I have to tell you another story, which I didn't put in take one of this podcast. And then I was reminded that it really needed to go in. A couple of years ago, I went to an event where Tony Robbins was speaking, Gary Vaynerchuk was speaking, a few other huge people if you don't know those people they are massive in the world of self-improvement and business and entrepreneurialism that sort of thing and Gary Vaynerchuk who is he's just like a real action taker he Gary V they call him he asked people if anyone had any questions and they ran to the front of the room like thousands of people there I'm talking thousands it was an all-day event and people got to ask him a question and one girl asked him if he would be on her podcast. And I just thought, oh, why didn't I do that? But I didn't even put my hand up to answer, ask a question because I was scared of what people would think to start with. How ridiculous. So I went home and I was sort of really on the inside thinking, damn, Hillary, that was a dumb move. You should have actually gone and asked him to do that. So in all cheekiness, uh, I booked a flight to New Zealand because I knew he was going to be there a few days later doing the same event and I was ready. So I got take two and I ended up, my children live there so I stayed with my daughter so that was great. A friend of hers rang and said, oh I can get you tickets if you like so that was great and I was at the front of that queue this time and I asked Gary V if he would be on my podcast and I said to him, I watched you do this last week or a couple of days ago in Australia and I was so, so excited and I recorded a podcast and I've just launched it today, which I did, but I since pulled. And then I said, so will you be on my podcast? And he said, no. In fact, I might even, I do have a copy of the clip, so I'll put it in here so you can hear that. And he said he will be on my podcast number 101. Hi. Hi. This is a huge fan, and I was in Brisbane last Thursday where she inspired me, and I watched um, Elise Grace, you might remember her, she spoke to you, and I went home and I was like, damn, I was another girl. So I booked flights on Sunday and flew up here yesterday just to see you and ask you two questions. You know, like I coach people and I, you know, step up, but I wasn't stepping up enough. And I've been going to start this podcast forever. So I actually started my podcast went live last night. Because yeah. <laughs> And it's probably free one, everybody goes with my podcast soon. <laughs> but my next question, I'm sure you know what it's going to be. Can I interview you on my podcast? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'll make you a promise. Yeah. You get to 100 episodes, and I'll do episode 101. So here we go. This is podcast one. So I officially have 99 to go, and then I can interview Gary V, which will be absolutely amazing. So 
that's kind of that go-getter mentality, that confidence, you know, just stepping up, stepping into what you want, all of those things. That's what this is about, taking those action steps. And that was it for me, that particular that episode, whatever, that particular thing that I did. But we need self-confidence every day in all sorts of things, just just showing, you know, those levels of, of or just showing, showing up. You know, if you've got your own business, do you need to be on social media? Are you? And if you're not, why? I struggled for ages because I was so worried about mostly what my family would think. And I don't even live in the same country as my family. And I think that when you're in that space where you you can see, you know, people that look at your your posts and, and things like that. And you think, why, why would you not like? You're like a family member. And that stuff used to bother me. Now I've just thought, so let it go. But there are people from our past or people that we're worried might judge us or we don't have a big enough this or we don't have that or whatever. And really that stuff stops so many people and it doesn't need to. So if you want to increase yours, if you want to increase your social media following, if you want to get a new relationship, as I said, whatever it is you want it to do, use the energy, use my energy, use the tips that I bring in this podcast to doing that. So today we are talking on getting started on that thing. What is that thing that you're not getting started on? What is it for you? And you know what it is. What is that thing that you truly want? And you've got a reason. You've given yourself some great reasons. My reason, I have the best reasons. My reason is always time, but that's just my masked reason because I just told you my truth reason because I was worried about what my what my family would think, like it, which is ridiculous. So, what is your reason? Do you use Do you use fear of failure? What if you fail? I'm I'm a pretty business startup. I have done plenty, and I have I've probably done six startups. And one one was a failure, and that failure hurt me financially, but it really hurt me, hurt my ego, hurt me emotionally. It was it was hard work to talk about. Um, I didn't really talk about it. So that fear that failure happened. So I do have that fear of failure when you're stepping into something. You know how that could be if it fails. I forget that I had the other successful ones, and I've helped so many people get started in business. That is my thing. It is my specialty, and that can be you. Crazily, right now I have a second podcast. It's about property development because I am a property developer and I mostly coach in that space at the moment. And we do a podcast where the videos on this one. We we aren't. Doing, I'm not doing video. Uh, because it means I can just get out of bed and do it and I don't have to do my hair and, you know, I can just use my fresh brain. But uh, I'm looking at the camera, which is crazy because I don't need to look at the camera. <clears throat> so if it is fear of failure for you and you failed before, we don't have to see it as failures. We can just see them as things to learn from. We just learn from, learn from an, exper- an experience that perhaps didn't work out the way we thought it might. Have you ever thought of that? I'm sure I've heard somebody else say something similar. What could you learn from that? And there are life learnings in everything we do. I learned so much from that, that I had to take responsibility for knowing everything that was going on. So there was two of us and, you know, you just go, oh, you're doing that, I'm doing that. I needed to be more responsible for looking over everything. There were just so many things that I just didn't have time for because always doing so much, I suppose. But 
we often have the fear of the criticism and that can be paralyzing. So are you paralyzed because you are worried about something? I've just shared my big fear and my failure. It was awful. And I suppose in some ways, being a single mum, I felt like a failure. You know, all those years ago, I did feel like a failure. I got married because they kind of pushed us into it. And that didn't last. Obviously, it was never going to. We were both children. And he was way more of a child. He wasn't ready to grow up for at least another 10 years. And I think that... You know, when you have those feelings where you let people down, you let yourself down, you let a child down, you know, you let your family down, you let so many people down, but really, did you? That's the real question. Does it matter? Do they understand? Does anyone know what goes on in your head? You do what you do. You make your own decisions based on all the things you know, and and those things are in your head, not everybody else's. So what, what are you not doing? And is it fear of failure? Or another one of my favorites, and it's in my book, by the way, Three Wines In, which uh, I'll always put a link in the show notes. So if you want to get your copy, it is a great book. And lack of clarity. When we aren't clear about what we really want, when we, we have an idea of what we want, we can sort of quickly say it out loud. It could be, I want to, I want to be more fit. I want to, you know, be able to run daily or, Maybe that's not even – maybe it's I want to run a half marathon. That's probably a bit more clear. But which half marathon? Where is it? You know, when is it? When we're clear about the half marathon we want to run, we can say I want to run a half marathon in that town in six months' time. That gives us absolute clarity and it makes the whole journey a lot easier. So when our journey is a lot more clear, it's a lot easier for us to take action and that was an easy one on exercise, a big one that I know, and I do a lot of business startups, so I work with people and even people in the property development space. They often want to start their own business and they want to um, attract investors and get their name out there. It's like, how do I do that? And they're not clear on what it is they actually want. So how can we know what we need to do if we don't even really know what it is that we're after? And, and it can look like an octopus sometimes. You, you are the body and there are eight tentacles and you want them all. And what order does it go in? And until that's clear, you sort of work you know, a little bit in that leg and or arm, whatever they have, tentacle, a little bit down that tentacle, a little bit. Instead of focusing on, right, let's sort that tentacle. Now we sort that tentacle and we've got to get around all these eight tentacles. That's actually a great analogy. I've never used that one before. I like it. So when we don't have that clarity, we can at times feel overwhelmed and overloaded because we don't know what direction we're supposed to go. I always call it blind man's bluff. It's very much like having an idea of what you want. So if you if you remember if you remember playing blind man's bluff when you're a kid, so you you put a blindfold on and you're looking for everybody and they're calling out to you and you're sort of reaching out for people. It's because you you aren't clear on where to go. So you were just following the next sound or the next bouncing ball or the next person asking for your attention. And so when we are clear, it re- it reduces that overwhelm because we feel overwhelmed and we feel lost and we feel confused when we, when we don't know exactly where we're heading or what we're supposed to be doing. So that is a great way is just to be clear. And if you're not clear about what you want, definitely buy my book because it breaks down how to do that. But if you don't want to do that, just write it down. Write down what you want. 
allow yourself allow yourself the time and space to to really decide what it is that you want we often leave our brain too busy or don't have time to think about it or maybe you're a mom and you're in the car and you've got kids in the car and they're talking to you or you're with a friend and they're giving you their opinion but it's not really what you want so before you go asking opinions uh, uh, you know, and other people's ideas and thoughts, just get a little bit clear about what it is that you really want because that will help with that feeling of, of overload and it will stop you sort of procrastinating because you will procrastinate if you aren't clear. And procrastination, oh, I, I teach personality profiling and we'll be doing a bit of that on this podcast because it's so much fun. Um, when it comes to pr- uh, the personality profiles, people are, that are high, I call them conductors, the high conductor, but they're, they're all about the detail. They will get bogged down in procrastination for making sure it's perfect. So it, looking for the perfect scenario, for everything to happen perfectly, they won't start doing what they need to do. And they will definitely procrastinate. So if you're a high, which is the high C in the disc profile, which I just call a conductor, and you can you know imagine a conductor of an of a of an orchestra, it makes a lot of sense when that person. So they're into the detail. So they're all about dotting the eyes and crossing the T. So those person those people won't get started on achieving what they really want unless everything's perfect. And trust me. Life is never going to be perfect. You'll have a perfect morning. You might have a perfect a perfect afternoon. You might have a perfect day. You might have a perfect week. But you won't have a perfect year because it's life. And that means we have ups and we have downs and we have other people impacting us. You know, we've got children and parents and staff members and whatever. We've all got things going on around us that that impact us so you know it's we really have to make sure that we aren't waiting for the perfect time to do something because you know we it'll never happen another one is that self-belief which is exactly what I'm all about this is these are this is my mantra cba follow me anywhere on any platform Clarity, belief, action. We have to be clear, like I've said, we're playing blind man's bluff, we're reaching out and we are just doing, look, reaching and looking for the answer because we don't really know what we want. Belief is the second thing. You have to believe that the thing that you want is possible for you and trust me, my friend, it is anything that you want you can have. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. But if you believe that you can achieve something and you take regular, consistent action, you will get there. You just have to believe that it's possible. And I'm I'm not talking about the belief, the law of attraction, bringing it into your life. And I don't not believe in that. I believe in that coupled with you have to act. You can't just wish for something to happen because it won't happen. Well, on occasion it might. But you really have to take the actions. You have to believe you can. And then you have to take actions, clarity, belief, action, CBA. You must act consistent, consistently and you must take not just action, you must take the right action. So if you're wanting to achieve something big, for me, it was writing the book. Holy moly, there are apparently, it's a thing, gazillions of people write books. 
They never finished them. They never published them because it is a really big job. Trust me, it wasn't easy. Oh, my goodness. It, parts of it were and then parts of it get challenging and difficult and it's a bit of an, an emotional roller coaster at times or mine was because there are characters in the book that had meaning for me and, you know, that I was sad and happy and all those things. And then there was that fear of judgment and, you know, what might people think and what if they don't like it and I'm how can they not? It's great. But I had to believe that I could do it. And what I ended up doing was working with a couple of different coaches over the time. The first coach, I knew her prior. So I rang her up because I was also starting working this business, like the HillarySaxton.com, the bounce back better business. How do I be me when I also am Hillary Saxton property where I'm already working in property development? How do I separate the two? even though a lot of my clients are in both um, camps, I suppose you could call them, I have that that significant side in property development. I am Hilary Saxon in property development and, you know, we have a, a reasonable size following of people. So how do I build this brand, which is separate, which for me is all women, every woman. It's more about women believing I mean, men can listen too. It's the same tips. I will just be generally speaking more to women because I want to. There you go, because I want to. Well, there you go. That just came out of my mouth. But because I am one uh, and I just want more, I think that more women don't believe in themselves enough. And I think that there's probably a bit more support around there for men or they're supposed to. They're brought up in that way that that's their role, but it doesn't happen so much for women. It's getting better, but there are a lot who don't have that emotional push or that person, that cheerleader. So anyway, I hired, I, I rang a coach, I hired her, I spent a couple of days with her. She lived in Sydney, I flew to see her. And then I worked with her for a while and that was fantastic. And then a, a while later, because the book took me four and a half years to write, trust me, it wasn't fast. <laughs> it wasn't that I was like writing two words a day. It was like I'd write for a few months and stop for a few months. I'd get busy and needed editing and, you know, just that's just how long it took me. It's not how long it takes everybody, trust me. And then I, I hired another coach who had written a couple of books and I'd seen her somewhere and she was in America. Uh, her name's Kate McKay. So I connected with her and – the thing that I like about working with coaches and her specialty was performance, whereas Kat, so I was working with Kat Miller, was around business. She's a businesswoman's coach and I will get her on here. We've done a couple of Instagram lives lately. She's a blooming legend and just a really good person. But Kate McKay was around performance and working with a performance coach was more around her getting me to see, to believe in myself at a way higher level than I already did. Because we tend to surround ourselves with, with people of a similar level. And so when you step up and step into a space with somebody who is going to push you, oh my goodness, I love that. And I think as a coach, that's what I do for other people, but I didn't have anyone in my life doing that for me. Um, I've got my daughter working with me, Georgia. She's absolutely amazing. Love working with her. I'll work with my partner as well. He's awesome, so supportive. Like both of those two are great. They're supportive, but they weren't pushers. They didn't, I needed that push person to show me the, the show, to, to not maybe show me, to remind me of my brilliance. So if you're hearing this now, that's what I want you to feel from me. 
I want you to understand that you have so much more potential inside of you and that you're probably not even at 30%. You have so much more. You need to believe you do and do that thing that you want to do. Go and get started on that thing. And perhaps you did start and you stopped. Perhaps you did start and you sort of started roller coasting. And this needs to be the reminder of she's right. That lady Hillary's smart. She's right. I do need to step up a bit more. Reach out to me. Reach out to me anywhere on any platform, Instagram, uh, Facebook, wherever. Reach out to me and let me know where you're stuck. Let me know. Let me give you that push, that reminder of how freaking awesome you are. Because I know that why not you? It can be you. You just need to have that cheerleader behind you, giving you that wee push. And that's what Kate did to me. She reminded me and pushed me every week, which I, I was, it was reasonably expensive, actually, having hiring a coach outside of uh, Australia and paying a, of American dollars. It was kind of financial. But I do like to invest in myself. I currently have a speaking coach because I do motivational speaking and I want to be able to get on stage and really capture an audience and there are some things that I need to learn. I already do Toastmasters and, you know, I practice my craft a lot because I know it's important. But I really want to be that person who captures an audience and stands there and gives that message. And one of my messages is, why not you? The message that we give up, we settle, and I don't want you to settle. So, yeah, that self-belief was really useful for me working with, with Kate because – I needed that person at that time to just push me and support me and, you know, maybe hug me from afar. I don't know what it was. So back to you. What about you? What Are, are you lacking resources? And there are so many, um, well, this, this is free. This is a free resource for you. So tap into this once a week, sometimes twice when I get better at it because I want to get to 100 so quick so I can have Gary V on here because I'm very excited about that. So there are plenty of resources and if it's time, if time is your issue, then you have to carve some out of somewhere. And I suppose I'm going to ask you this question and maybe this is the question we finished this podcast on this week. Maybe the question is, what do you need to give up? Is there something that you're doing that you could give up that would help you get started on that thing that you want. And if we were to take that to, let's start with business. Maybe you want to start your own business or you need to spend some more time growing your business and time is an issue. What could you give up outside of what you currently do or maybe even inside? Maybe you could outsource something that you're doing that you don't need to be uh, or maybe it could be something you do out. Maybe maybe you play squash and maybe squash has to go. Maybe, you know, you have ch- tennis every Tuesday or you see a personal trainer or whatever it is. Maybe that has to go for a wee bit. I'm not saying forever. I'm just saying do you need to do that just to gain that momentum so you can get started on that thing that you really want? What do you give up? Trust me, we're writing the book. I gave up weekends. I gave up so many weekends. I gave up weeknights. Often because my work, my work day is full. My, my property development day is a full day. So I would often be writing at night and I would start at maybe, I don't know, 6 p.m., 6.30 p.m., sit down and, yeah, just begin then. That was just how it had to be. So I was prepared to give up 
that nighttime TV watching. I remember at one point we decided that we gave up the television we, and we turned the television around and had it facing the wall for two weeks. So there was no television in our house and, you know, you might already be disciplined enough there, but we definitely are just, we made a conscious effort that there will be no television and we just turned it around. So that was something that we did when we were both working towards something that we wanted to achieve. So it, could that be something for you? So, it, you know, I'm asking, what do you need to give up? And so let's just say it's uh, often, so we're getting started on that thing. I'm going to go to health related because I know that a lot of people work around weight loss or health and fitness. And my daughter said to me the other day, you always talk about that. And I said to her, after coaching for over 15 years, it always comes up. Every person I have worked with has some kind of health goal and it doesn't matter who they are. I was working with some males last week and one of them was like, yeah, it's been a great week. I've lost seven kilos. That was, that was part of the conversation. We didn't, that, that was just part of the conversation. So when it comes to health or weight loss, I know that we maybe get tired of hearing about it, but having worked as a coach, basically, I know it's generally health, wealth, relationships. It's money, relationships, and, um, and our body, health in some way. So I, I will bring it up. And I hope I don't press too many buttons by doing it. But, uh, you know, if weight loss is that thing or whatever, you know, something to do with your body, what is that thing that you're going to have to give up? And that's probably an easy question to answer. And then how prepared are you to do that? And that's what it is about. Are you prepared to do that? Because until you're prepared to do that thing, give up that thing so you can have what you want or create what you want or be who you want to be, until you're prepared to do that, it won't happen. So I hope I have supercharged you to realize that we can have what we want. This is podcast number one. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to be here. And I look forward to many more podcasts with you. So excited about number 101. But anyway, we'll bring that up every now and then and chat about it. And I will look forward to seeing you uh, or speaking with you and podcast two next week. But anyway, this week, getting started, I challenge you right now. First thing I want you to do is make a decision on something you're going to do today that is about getting you started on that thing. Decide one thing that you will do today. Put your hand on your heart right now and say, I am going to do this. And I promise me, myself, I promise myself that I will do this today. And I've got a wee tip. Just make it really small. So just keep it really small. Promise yourself that you will do that thing. I want you to be, if you're driving in your car, if you are on your power walk, put your hand on your heart and make that promise to you that you'll take a step today. And see how you go. See how you feel. Tick it off. Rub yourself across the back. Good on you. The other thing that I want you to do, and I want to do this after every podcast, is when you've listened to this, I want you to text a girlfriend and say whatever it is. I want it to be something nice, an encouraging text to a girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend, or you know, whatever your name is, I just want you to know that I think you're awesome and I love everything that you do and uh, I'm so glad you're in my life. Something like that. Every time you hear this podcast, you do that. I wonder how long it takes until you hear one back or receive one back. That will be so awesome. Anyway, that's the end of podcast number one. I'm so excited that I've finally kicked this off and I will see you next week. Again, it's not see. I will chat with you next week. But 
if, before we do that, oh, go back a couple of steps. I would love for you to share this podcast with a girlfriend. Share and say, hey, I think you should listen to this. This chick's for us. You should listen to Hillary. She's got some, some good tips. Okay, so two takeaways. One, make yourself that promise. Go do that thing. Two, text a girlfriend. Tell her how awesome, awesome she is. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.